0: following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now?
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Zero Flux Podcast, brought to you by Guerrilla Radio. It's February 2020, and I'm actually feeling pretty awesome this week, as we step into a new week with uh, Valentine's Day fastly approaching. My name's K-Mac, I'm your host. I'm flying solo in the studio today, but I have a great guest coming up, and also a new intern... Who uh, is going to help us out? His name's Randy. He's uh, an interesting character.
0: Hey guys, I'm Randy, the new intern. Okay, Boomer. Right? Okay, Boomer.
1: And he insists on calling me a Boomer, which is not my game. But anyway, welcome, Randy. I uh, also wanted to add that I previously stuffed up uh, something I mentioned about duets the show I think I called it the duet show well I got it wrong again whatever it was I fucked it up so let's rehash it it's actually called duets the show check them out on Instagram I'll put the links will be in the show notes they've got a new show scheduled for February 26th a really interesting and entertaining show and I know they're selling tickets fast so you want to get on board you want to check them out and there's also another show for lovers of Michael Bublé. If you haven't missed out on him and you live in Brisbane or around the Ipswich area, there's a uh, the Best of Bublé Tribute Experience, which is going to be on on uh, Valentine's Day, actually. Again, I'll have the details in the show notes, so you can uh, check it all out. And, um, and we're big supporters of both shows. So that's how we are at... Uh, Radio. All right, no further ado, let's get this show started.
2: Everybody knows that the days are loaded, everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. over. Everybody knows the good guy's lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor.
0: The rich get rich. That's how it goes.
2: Everybody knows.
1: So the Zero fox. Zero Fucks podcast is now in session. Um, this next guest of mine is someone that I've um, asked to be on previously. She has been. Her name's Alexandra. She's from Soul Intimacy. She's a sex and sexuality coach. And I spoke to her. She's got a flat-out busy schedule. And I spoke to her around Christmas time. Oh, it start of the year, actually. To say, I want to get you back on, uh, particularly with Valentine's Day coming up. I think it was imperative that we... Sort of got across that, and because she gives a bit more insight and openness to it, doesn't need to happen just one day a year. But I really wanted to get her back. Um, she took time out of her schedule to do that, which was fantastic, and I really appreciate it. So it, it's um, it's a great chat. We talk about everything that you can imagine, from non-verbal communication to sex toys to lube to just celebrating sexuality and life which is, um, is always a good thing and, and she's a wealth of information which is awesome to chat with, so let me introduce Alexandra, so welcome back Alexandra from Soul Intimacy, my favourite go-to sex and intimacy coach.
2: Thank you for having me back again and giving me this opportunity to share my knowledge and my passion and create this sex and body positive world with everyone. And also an opportunity for me to get out of my comfort zone and do another podcast.
1: Yeah, look, you say that you're getting nervous, but you actually handle it like a professional. So I, um, I think you should be proud. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so Valentine's Day is coming up, mm-hmm. and. I wanted to get you on prior to talk probably about Valentine's Day and just how it's perceived and how people perceive it Mm. and um, what you think that... It was just interesting. We we to and fro on on an email about Valentine's Day and how people go on about it. Some people say that it's a um, made-up hallmark-type holiday. Other people really Mm. want to do something. I think it's an opportunity to express i guess your love for the person that you care about or the one that you're mm. interested in what um yeah. what do you think is the the key to valentine's day
2: i think it's very i don't think there's one truth to this i think it's very personalized where you are what your truth is and in what kind of relationship you are for me i think it's a beautiful way Um. I love cute things. I think it's a beautiful way and opportunity to celebrate your partner and your relationship and even the relationship with your friends and your family, if you are single. Um, but I also, I see the whole point where the, the restaurant charge you three times the price and they dessert the dessert as a heart shepherd, or you get a free rose on, on the entry. So there is a way for people to make money out of it. And if you rather good, like me personally, I would probably rather go to the same restaurant the day after and do something more personalized with my partner if I had a partner and I would probably prefer to get 10 roses randomly one by one throughout the year than getting 10 roses on Valentine's Day. But I'm also a hopeless romantic, you know, and I think it's really cute and I think it's, it's a good way to do something extra to acknowledge each other, but you don't have to spend a lot of money and you can just do something that means a lot to you too yeah so yeah I guess everyone has their their idea of Valentine's Day and if they like it or not, but what I do think it's important is if it's not important for none of you, it's cool. You can just go along with your day and don't worry about it, but if it's important for one of you in the relationship, that means it is important for both of you. It's with everything, right? Any topic that is important for one, it is important for both of you because it would have a big impact on the relationship. So if you are someone who maybe are in a relationship where your partner hasn't celebrated this before and this is important for you, you might have to take up the conversation with him or her, say, hey, Valentine's is coming up. I would like to do something special this year. So you're not ending up on the 14th, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Your partner hasn't done anything and you get really disappointed because truth is we can't read each other's mind and we have to express our wants and needs and desires and open that conversation as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I think uh, communication is is key to this and I to everything, yeah. I mean, I, I also agree it shouldn't come down to one day a year that you want to do those things. No, but because it is that time, there's a perfect opportunity yeah. to, to do that, like it's of course, um, yeah. And I think that people, you, I agree, it should be, um, total. Oh, how do you explain it? I guess 50 50, you know, open communication and be willing that it's not someone being dominant over the other it's all a surprise a surprise works too
2: mm. oh yeah we all love the element of surprise and if we are lucky enough to have someone who will surprise us it's amazing but not everyone is with someone who understands them because they maybe they doesn't mean anything to them and they've never been celebrating it before so you actually have to communicate if it's important for you and your partner don't know that
1: yeah, that's and that that is a, a really good point because I've been in relationships where the emphasis on Valentine's Day is huge, mm. and <coughs> excuse me, and from my previous, I haven't clicked to that. Yeah. And then since that, I've been in other relationships where it's just like, yeah, it's no big deal. Don't care. I've got shit mm. to do. So mm. it's it's that if you're on the same page, it makes it so much easier.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yes, just for the conversation. Like, what's your thoughts about Valentine's Day? Do you want to celebrate? Do you want to do something special? Should we book something? Or do you just want to have a nice night at home? And that's okay too. So, have the conversation.
1: Do you think that um, a nice note leading up to it, or a nice message, or text message, or can lead, can really start the conversation, say, a week out? So, say, you know, we're heading, it's a week yesterday. But if you start planning and sort of like prompting, do we really get that we can, like this is is that the start of foreplay where we really, you know, start that whole ball rolling?
2: Absolutely, and I think um, when you reached out to me and wanted to do another podcast, and you told me this was going to be uploaded almost a week before, I was like, this is perfect because. Foreplay starts today. You're, if you want to have some extra hot, steamy, amazing Valentine's Day sex, if that's your um, goal, start a foreplay or today because because foreplay is not just the 10 minutes of kissing before penetration or before sex, it's everything leading up to sex. And I love everything leading up to sex. You know, the teasing, the playing, the different kind of touch, the flirting, and could be a, a naughty text message, at, during work, at during the week or like foreplay builds sexual arousal and pleasure through the body, both physically and mentally. So it's about getting the brain and stimulate the brain as well and the body and the more you tease and flirt and play around with foreplay, the more exciting, connected and better sex you're going to have.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you think that... Um because we're such a busy society, we're actually not uh, entering into that world of foreplay or are we just going, oh, well, it's just expected, we'll we'll jam it in somewhere. Well, not, that's probably not a good pun to use. Um, but we'll just sort of squeeze it somewhere.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't focus enough on foreplay um, and don't take the opportunities. And, you know, it's the smallest thing. It's about... Maybe wearing something sexy, even for yourself, that makes you feel horny or feel sexy and even stimulate your partner. Or it's, you know, it's about putting on some nice music and dance around in your home or lit, lit a candle or whatever you have to do to make you get in a good mood and your partner in a good mood as well. It's the kissing before you leave the house in the morning. Maybe give a little longer. Um, kisses throughout the week and it's the smallest thing that had the biggest impacts yeah and i think we are so busy we just forgot about forget about those small things that can mean so much for someone and sending that extra text or get into a little bit of dirty talk and start already now like have again have the conversation like valentine's is coming up is there anything you would like to try or do or can we do anything specific this year to make it a little bit extra special and Build it anticipation, and build something together.
1: Yeah, and I think the the emphasis on is is really on together. Do do, do you think that men are are losing uh, that style or, or that ability to talk? I and I say that with all um, all honesty because I, um, I I'm I'm an open communicator and I share a lot of stuff, and sometimes I share too much. But I, mm. but I know there's plenty of friends of mine that actually don't share enough. Mm. Is that is that? Yeah. Do you think that there's men, men or women? I don't know. Maybe there's women that are closed off to opening their minds.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling to communicate about sex and intimacy and what they really want. You know, we're not conditioned and trained to ask for what we want, either inside or outside the bedroom, um, and it is hard to. To tell someone about your desires and your sexual fantasies. And this is where practice and this works the both ways. When you can talk about sex and your fantasies and everything inside the bedroom, those relationships tend to be healthier and last longer because those couples can talk about everything else outside the bedroom. Yeah. And also learning to ask for what you want outside the bedroom and then taking the same with you inside a bedroom and learning to ask for what you want inside a bedroom? Yeah, um,
0: yeah.
2: And I think we spoke about this before. Like if you have a fantasy or if you have something you want to do, the best way I always recommend, if you can't ask them straightforward, I would say I heard this podcast this morning and they were talking about this new sex, sex toy. Have you heard about it? Is there something you would like to try? What do you think about that? Or say I saw on YouTube or I saw on this movie they were having sex outdoors and it seems a bit weird, it seems a bit scary. I don't think I would be able to do that. What's your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are you feeling about that? And just plant the seed and check in where your partner is standing. And if they shut it down straight away, okay, maybe wait a little bit before you ask again, but if they get really excited and they like, express that, oh, that's something I would like to try, then you know, okay, you're both on the same page. You can actually maybe start easing into this conversation and start talking about it.
1: Yeah, and and there's there's actually something really interesting about that that I um, I want to ask you about. So the question I wanted to get across was in that situation where the communication might not be flowing or there's like people aren't vibing, how, how do we bridge that? to To open the, the mind up or open the communication up?
2: I think it's really important to give your partner space to feel that they can express themselves without fear of being judged and make them feel comfortable in their own skin and knowing that they they are enough and that you value their opinion and their, their way of seeing and thinking and feeling about things without shutting them down. And just being open and vulnerable and what you want more of in your relationship if you want a deeper connection if you want a more authentic relating and more intimacy you have to role model you have to show up and give more of what you want more of so by you opening up and speaking about the things that really matters for you and um, speaking about how you feel in this present moment and things that are hard and challenging for you to express you give your partner room and for them to open up and be more open and vulnerable as well. And I think uh, it's better communication and being open and vulnerable and tender and soft, it would lead to more connection.
1: Yeah.
2: Also, I believe maybe the other way around as well, if you doing a few exercises that will make you more connected through your body, it might be easier to start communicate afterwards. So for example, eye gazing it's so simple it's yet very uncomfortable for a lot of people and for all of us at first time or throughout them with everyone like you know and you're sitting down with your partner for two minutes opposite each other and you just eye gaze and drop into your body and really look into each other and give each other that presence it has such a powerful impact you know and um I recommend, it's an exercise called the melting hug, which is super powerful. Um, either it's just a connecting exercise, so you're using it as foreplay. So basically, standing a couple of meters apart from each other, close on, and you just look in each other's eyes for a minute. And then you're slowly walking towards each other, um, and you're hugging you're doing a melting hug, so you are dropping into your body and you can feel that energy drop and the shift and you're dropping into your body and eventually during those three minutes, you will start breathing sync. After that, yeah, it's it's very powerful, you know, and then you move apart again and you either do it one more time or if you want to take it to a next level, you take your clothes off, so you're standing completely naked and this is, again, the next step. It's very uncomfortable. You're so exposed. You're vulnerable. You're naked. You're looking each other's eyes. You're moving slowly towards each other. And you're hugging each other again for three minutes. And you allow your body to drop in together, breathing in sync. And then slowly move apart, drop down, and sit down for a minute or two. And then you share with each other what was What did you experience during this exercise? What did you feel? What came up for you? Where in the body did you feel it? And what did your mind say to you? And share that with each other, and just learning to to share about things that is not so easy to talk about.
1: So yeah, I'm convinced. You've got me sold, right? (laughs) The issue I would have would be, I don't feel there'd be a lot of discussion. Afterwards, I would, I would, that would then go straight into sex because I would find that so intimate and so, so close. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, a, 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 particularly if you're naked and, and it's that mm. pressing bodies against each other, skin on skin. Yeah. I, I would, I would, yeah, that's, that's crazy, crazy. Um,
2: And I think that's as well like it's okay if that was happened, that's okay. It was needs to be done in that moment and have sex. And then maybe next time you try to actually sit down and then share. Because what are we doing here in this moment? You are going into sex, so are we trying to distract ourselves from something that is uncomfortable? So now instead of having the conversation, instead of sharing, being vulnerable and open and sharing what's actually going on within you during this exercise you're going for the sex because that's easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: a lot of the time we turn into physical intimacy to hide from emotional intimacy.
1: Yes, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of non-verbal communication because I find that it's so powerful. Looking at someone mm. and looking through into their eyes as they're looking at yours, I mm. find that a huge, huge powerful. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, wow, okay.
2: Yeah, and I think even like, I think the first time I heard this was years, years back when Tony Robbins said, and you know, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and he'd been coaching all these couples and people through divorce and everything. And he even say like, when was the last time you just lay on top of each other and breath until you were breathing in sync?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and I believe if every relationship had a five minutes of a hugging agreement before any conversation, we would be able to save a lot of relationship. If you even the times where if you write this agreement with each other on a good day, but even the times when you want to kill each other and you're screaming and crying and it, it's really bad if you can, before you talk about those things that have caused the situation, Five minutes of hugging drop into your body. Allow yourself to be able to talk from a heart space and talk from your body and not from the ego and the head, you know. And during those five minutes of hugging, you will be reminded about the bigger picture, the relationship, because truth is it's never... The two people in a relationship against each other is those two against the problem. It's the two of you against the conflict or the argument. It's never those two against each other. So coming in together, because there's a reason they are in a relationship from the beginning, drop into the body, talk from the heart, and then when they're ready, then you talk about wherever the problem is.
1: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. The issue, I think, a lot of people will have, and the, and the, here mm. is where the, the one partner will be locked in one hundred percent. The other mm. partner might be sort of like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure. Have we got time? Like they'll make excuses mm. for that. How yeah. how do you think the best to overcome that? Because I I think everything you've just said is a winner. Mm. Like they, if you're connected with someone in your life and and you wish to you know explore that part of it, they, they'd be mm. crazy not to
2: yeah i guess it's it's hard like i can only speak for myself because i wouldn't want to be in a relationship if i'm not with a partner who want to grow together and want to do those things to help the relationship grow and to um make us better and get through the hard times in the best possible way so if you have someone who doesn't want to talk or, again, communication, you know, like express what is important for you and um, this is important for me and I, I want this to work. Like, we are in this together. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is It is about – and it has to be really two people mm. on the same page. It can't be. Mm. One of the greatest things you pointed out there was that it isn't a clash of heads. It shouldn't be. It should be the same – two people on the same side, coming up with the same you know solutions for the same issues
2: yeah yeah absolutely and i think as well like if you're able to express your feelings and what you're feeling in the body and as well like there's a difference between i am sad or i am angry and like i'm feeling anger in my body and what's triggered is where does this has come from and you know as soon as you express a feeling you tame it you tame it to claim it you know um and the brain chemist- chemistry actually changes as soon as you name something and speaking it out loud what's going on inside your body. Yeah. So yep. again, being able to open and express to your partner and um with communication, allow your partner to talk and don't take anything personally. Don't judge them, you know. Try to listen, active listening without attachment. What are they actually trying to say and not make it about you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you got any other tips for foreplay games like that, I, I I love the eye one. The eye one's fantastic.
2: Yeah, and you know, like it's if it's like, if it's too uncomfortable for you with the whole eye gazing, you just lay and hug on each other like for three minutes, on head on the chest or whatever until you are breathing in sync, and uh, just try to connect. And as well, like the more you do this, the easier it becomes, and um, it's it's a really good way to connect and even like to connect with other people as well, either it's at work or career or um, any area of your life. Uh, I have another four-play game that is really powerful, both when it comes to communication, and um, this is really sexy as well. It's, a, it's called The Three-Minute Game. It's developed by Betty Martin. and She's a sexological, sexological body worker. Uh, so this is a game that leads to deeper insights around trust and consent, communication, and asking for what you want, giving and receiving. Yep. Um, so this is a really bonding exercise, and it's a lot of fun. So you set a timer, you have three minutes, and you take turns of asking two questions. So the first question person starts with is, how do you want me to touch you? Okay. So then, so it's about like asking, so then the other person say, uh, would you scratch my head? Would you massage my hand? Would you just hold me for three minutes? Would you rub my bum for three minutes? Um, And it's uncomfortable to ask someone to do those things, right? Because we're not used to ask for what we want. And this is all about you asking and feeling, what do I actually want? You know what i want this person to scratch my head or i want this person to um just massage my inner tie so ask learning to ask for what you want and also feel into what you want and not just waiting for someone else to take action and lead all the time
0: yep Yep.
2: um so you are asking how would you want me to touch you and the person say yes and no and this is also a good practice to uh, learn to express your limits. So if someone asks, would you massage my my back? And that person can say, yes, I would love to massage your back, but I'm not going to go too close to your ass. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not going to massage your neck. Yeah. So So, um, and then you take turn, you do both. And then you ask the second question, how do you want to touch me? Yeah. And this is about how do you want to touch me so now i'm touching for my pleasure how do i want to touch this person's i feel sensation where on this body where i want to touch them how can i play with them that stimulates and it's just for me yeah because a lot of things we're touching people in a way where we're trying to please them all the time but when we're starting to touch people in a way that is actually for ourselves this, okay. this is a big change in the way we touch people and it's a big turn on as well because when someone is using your body or touching your body in a way that stimulates them uh, it's it's amazing it's awesome
1: yeah okay and i guess that there is that difference of um the allowing like telling yeah. it's it's not a, it's not a a force thing and it's not a i'm presuming this is how it is it's now yeah. saying well you know how would you like to touch me Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yes,
2: it's such a powerful game to learning to ask for what you want and what you're feeling in the moment and express that, you know, and then also for the other person to feel into if this is a yes or a no. Do I want this? Am I allowing them to touch me like this or not, you know? Yeah. And the same for like, yeah, you can squeeze and rub my bum, but I don't want an elbow in my crack. Yeah. So learning yeah. to like where is my limits, what's okay and what's not okay, and being open and you can take this with you as soon as you're learning to ask for what you want to then during sex and foreplay and everything it comes easy and naturally you know what would you like to could you lick me for treatment so could you lick me and could you do this and that and it's like it comes more naturally yeah and it's easy and you're learning as well it's a good way to explore your body and try different kind of sensations and um really sit with a feeling where is this going what's nice what's not nice how do i like to be touched hard and soft and gentle and
1: yeah yeah so, I, th- I think it's a fabulous game
2: yeah i should put it on my on my instagram in the better descriptions so people can come back and, and yeah. read about the game yeah and the questions and how it works
1: yeah actually and then just on that and we'll sort of transition into the next topic talking about uh, sex toys and stuff but on your Instagram, there are some, I wouldn't say provocative, but there's some real images that you post on Soul Intimacy about mm. women's bodies and men's bodies and how they interact and how we see them, yet it's just part of nature and it's very natural. Mm. Um, it's it's definitely worth checking out for people that haven't seen your Instagram account um, because there is, and I'll have the, the link up in the show notes, but but there's um, there's a huge um, honesty about what you post and how people perceive sexuality.
2: Yeah, I think it's about time. You know, like we've been so a lot of people are performing sex like we are trying to achieve something and we're working towards an end goal. And I'm all about moving away from goal-oriented sex truth is we've spoken about this before people really want from sex is presence they want to be close they want they want connection that's what they're longing for and people are so focused about what it look like and how they smell or how they sound or the face they pull when they're having an orgasm and no one really cares you know people just want to be close and connected
0: yeah
2: and it's all about chasing orgasm or Am I going to be able to last long enough? Or am I going to be able to experience an orgasm? Or am I going to be able to ejaculate? Or am I going to ejaculate too early? And it's all this performance anxiety. And we need to move away from that. We need to stop chasing orgasm as an end goal. Because the truth is, when you're chasing that you and you have an orgasm, you're getting rid of your life force energy, your sexual energy. If you just sitting with a sensation of that orgasmic state, you can move the sexual energy through your body, breathe it into your heart and breathe it into your whole body and move that and use it. It's the most powerful source we have. Yeah. And also sensation is so nice. I know like uh, the way we touch a woman's clitoris, for example. Most women will have their orgasm from getting the clitoris stimulated. And there might be a way we could touch the clitoris that will, will tip her over the edge, that will help her to reach orgasm. But it might be another way of touching her that maybe not going to make her orgasm, but we will feel much nicer for her in the moment. A different stroke, a different way of touching her or licking her that actually feel nicer. Yeah. But I feel a lot of people are chasing the orgasm to give themselves a gold star or feed their ego. And I think if you can move away as taking off the orgasm and just focus on the sensation and the pleasure and being present, the whole sex will change.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think that it's one of the greatest things about uh, developing a relationship, I find, in this is my view obviously, is the – you You both come in as sexually active people, uh, generally, particularly at my age, and you've had experiences in the past, and then – so you go, well, this is what I like, and she's thinking, mm. well, this is what I like. Yeah. But then you come together to go, well, let's explore each other and let's see where we go next. And, oh, okay, you like this? Okay, I I didn't know that because you're opening your mind as to what they like. Mm. And I think exactly. that's that's the exciting part about. And it doesn't have you don't have to be in a relationship to do that. You, you like it's not, but when you're in a relationship, and and that's mm. the the part that you're exploring. Yeah, it's exciting. And I think I think people, uh, I say this. I think they lose because they've been in something for so long, or they've been in it for a while. They they lose mm. that that want to be intimate and and to explore. Mm. And that's what that's where I see. Uh, Valentine's Day, for that reason, is a bit of leverage, Mm. just a bit of leverage to go, we need to reconnect, we need to re-explore.
2: Absolutely. And I would say if you are someone who are in a sexless marriage or sexless relationship, it might not be enough time in five days to really connect and to have sex, and that's okay. But express with your partner um, I'm not ready to have sex. I don't really feel for sex, but I would like to be intimate with you this Valentine's Day. I would like to hold hands and cuddle and kiss or whatever, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I'm just not ready for sex yet. And I would also say like my tips for Valentine's Day, if you are in a relationship or with a lover or partner where you maybe not have sex as often, maybe do things the other way around this year. If you have a dinner booked, meet an hour earlier get a babysitter an hour earlier um and have sex before yeah. because if you connect and have sex before you're going to the movies the dinner the show or wherever you're picnic wherever you are planned the whole night will have a different glow yeah. and it seems like ah oh, but how are we gonna meet and just have sex straight away like it feels scheduled and the sexual desire is responsive right it's <laughs> sometimes you have to schedule sex. Sometimes you have to plan it because if you just start with just holding hands and kissin- kissing and touching, eventually you will feel aroused, you will get horny, and you will feel for sex. Yeah. So have sex before you go to dinner, and then you will feel connected and close and intimate and soft towards each other throughout the whole night. Instead of doing as you or- normally do, you meet, you're coming from work, you're rushed, you're stressed, you have a whole lot, lot of things on your mind. You're going for dinner, you eat, you came home, you're tired, you're full and you just fall asleep on the couch.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so maybe do things the other way around and see if that works.
1: I think it's awesome actually.
2: Yeah, and it's fun too, right, because it's different.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's – yeah, you can mix it up as to whatever you want. I mean, here's, yeah. the, here's the other part where I would see – as being, and maybe this is the tease factor that I would go with. But I would do everything, have everything, but sex. Yeah. And then go, okay, we're gonna go, and that's what we're coming home to. Mm. Like that—that that would be the mentality I sort of go with. Okay, that's what we're coming home to. And that was a precursor. And I think that that maybe you can't concentrate when you're out. Who knows? But that would be. Yeah, but that's
2: fun, right?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah, that's the path I would go down.
2: Yeah, and I think as well, like even if you are someone who have a lot of sex, and maybe stop having sex for a few days now before Valentine's, you know, maybe don't allow each other to orgasm and don't have penetration and just really tease and play and work on that anticipation. And
1: so, I'm, I'm all about teasing, and I mm. could, I can tease for a couple of hours. You're teasing, you're saying, let's tease for five days.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Wow. Yeah, you're pushing <laughs> yeah. the limits.
2: Yeah, but it's fun, you yeah. know. It's fun to drive each other a bit crazy. Yeah, it it's is. It's fun to see how much you can take and edge each other, and you know, life should be fun. Sex should be fun. Full play should be fun.
1: And there is the there's a the key word that I, I like hearing you say. It is about fun. There's no, there's no, yes. there's no <laughs> nastiness. There's no violence. There's no even in the BDSM world. It's always about pleasure. It's you know always. in domination. That, mm. that you can dominate someone, but it's about pleasure. It's, it's fun. It's exciting. Mm. It's not about nastiness or violence or anything like that.
2: No, it's all about fun. And, you know, life gets hard. Like, it's get hard for all of us. Sex and love should be fun. It yeah. has to be fun. should be your rocks to come back to.
1: So this brings up another point that we're going to talk about, which we've mentioned, and that's mm. um, and that's sex toys. Because this time of year is one of the biggest sellers of sex toys around the world mm. coming into um, Valentine's Day. For instance, yeah. uh, I actually purchased for a friend of mine who's a long term. Oh, t- it's her friend. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She's, she's a friend friend. <laughs> this is um, someone I went to school with and um, oh, we're mates. We dated at school but we're still mates. Hang on. So, yeah, we, we, were, we dated at school. Anyway. Coming into Christmas, I saw on, I think it might have been Sex Honey. know, Sex Honey, is that one of the sites? I don't know. It was a love we- Honey. Love Honey, Love Honey. And they had the, not the 12 days or whatever it is leading into Christmas, and it was a, a, a fold-out box yes, where each day was a you opened a different sex toy.
2: Mm, my friend actually got
1: the calendar. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Well, I bought that for a friend of mine. Because, um, well, we're on it, we, we talk about stuff and life and, and where she's at, and, and she knows that's me, and I know that's her. Like, there's no, and I'm sure her partner um, will have a good laugh at it. He actually said when they opened it, because it was for her birthday coming into Christmas, um, and when he opened it, he said, Fantastic. He said, But I, I'm not going to send photos. And I went, No, 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 I'm fine. I don't need that. Um, but that sort of thing, in, in, when you introduce sex toys, mm. as I said, it's a big boom time seller of the year. Yep. How or what do you recommend the way that you either go about it or you, you know, what, what toys or how, how do you see it? Because I'm, I'm gauging now you're at a higher level of understanding of sex toys.
2: Right. Um, well. I love sex toys and pleasure products. I think there is so much fun you can explore with, and the options are endless. I don't think if you are in a sexless marriage or in a relationship where there is no spark or connection anymore, that a sex toys is going to fix something. I believe there is more about the connection and the intimacy and communication. And um, (laughs) there is not just one quick fix, but, oh, there's so many fun stuff. And coming back to foreplay, right? Yeah. Go to a sex shop before dinner and have a look around and maybe pick a thing or two and then do that as foreplay as well. It can be really sexy and like see where your partner is at and what they like and don't like or what they're drawn to or not. And then during the whole dinner, sitting and thinking about that you're going to go home and play with your new toast. Um, or if you are someone who needs to share a bottle of wine before, have dinner, have a few wines or a few drinks and drop on drop into the sex shop on the way home because they are always open or they, I'm not sure they open till midnight. So they're open very late. And if this still very uncomfortable for you, maybe you can sit at home a few days before together and watch on the computer and have a look and you can order sex toys home as well. So I think this is a beautiful way to, to connect and open the conversation and maybe plan to see the, about different fantasies and just have a look around and explore what's might be interesting or what's a big no. Yeah. Um, and my, my favorite recommends, um, huh, I, oh, I would say the blindfold, it works for everyone at any time and it's just super sexy. It's easy. It's not, it's for everyone, you know, like it's why, if you take away one of the senses, You will feel more. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people, when you can't look eyes with your lover, you're less likely to wonder what you look like. You're more able, you're easier able to let go. And even for your other partner who is blindfolding you, when you can't see them, maybe they are able to let go as well because they are not getting judged or looked at. Yeah, and uh, I think as well, like taking away your eyes, like you would, you would smell more from the senses of maybe the candles or the oil. You would feel more, and you would taste the kisses would taste better. It's just such a powerful way to experience more and slow down and feel more. Yeah. Um, it's also the element of trust to, to being allowing someone to blindfold you. It requires trust, so that. Itself will create a stronger bond and you will feel more safe and connected with someone. Um, And again, we spoke about this before the element of surprise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: The anticipation. And when you blindfold someone, there's, you can use like different materials and feathers and ice cubes or candle wax or um, give them like chocolate or berries and taste different things to. To play around, like you can use anything in the house. Like it's only the um, the mind is the limit. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: I mentioned candle wax. Maybe I should say as well, if you play with candle wax, uh, there is specific candle wax that melt at the lower, they have a lower melting point. Yes. So yeah, yeah. maybe be a bit careful and not just take the first candle from Ikea and pour over your partner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said Ikea, getting the Swedish plug in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I I I yeah. can tell you so. From, and I'm not going to talk about direct experiences, but um, um from from my experience, I'm I am someone that brings in the blindfold. I believe in um, uh, sight deprecation, but the idea is is to then have them because it is a trust factor. There is that that line um, that you've got to cross as to, okay, you put me in a very vulnerable situation. Can I trust you not to to do something untoward? Which is, that's right up my alley. Like I'm not going to do anything that's not. But what I find is the women that I've had in my life that are control, not control freaks, but they have to control yeah. everything. They, they've they either got to get kids to school or their employment or they've got to um, organise and they've, they've had that pressure. Yeah. When when you introduce that into the bedroom, it then – Lets them just let loose and it mm. they're not thinking about anything that the the short time that they're worried about what you're gonna do yep. all of a sudden goes out the window because it becomes a pleasurable thing mm. and you're yeah, right absolutely. You, you're right with candles be smarter and and it's you know it it's about the sensation of the wax it's not about trying to hurt someone um you know and exactly. and, and different items when you talk about food i'm a i'm um I am someone that um, uses sorbet for instance because it's a icy texture but it's got a sweet taste to it so it's like mm. and it, and it's purely just you know mixing it up for whatever works but it's all about how do you know how do we entice or how do we pleasure mm. someone without it yeah I agree a blindfold and it's funny of all the sex toys that are available in the universe. I, I still think you're right. I think that that's a, a very powerful, and you can yeah. use anything to do it.
2: Exactly. You don't even have to buy anything. You can use a scarf or a t-shirt, t-shirt or anything. So it's doesn't. It's, it can be a quick fix as well. Like you don't have to plan it and organize it and make a big thing from it. Yeah. And as you say, the whole thing with power control. Um, either being in control or letting go of control like power exchange is a big turn on for many people and it can be super sexy to change the dynamic in the relationship if one of you is always the one who leads and are in control maybe let the other person be in control this time yeah and play around with the dynamics so yeah i recommend the blindfold it's easy for everyone and it's not a big thing um what else talking about
1: what about you know the,
2: what yeah. <laughs> the IKEA yeah, plug? Yeah, I would probably recommend the butt plug too. I think we should talk about this. Um, it's so much stigma and taboo around the butt and the butt plug, and it's I feel a lot of people are missing out because they're so stuck in what oh we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, and truth is, a butt plug is for everyone with a butt.
0: Yeah. So
2: if you are someone who is born with a prostate, the butt plug can put pleasurable pressure on the zones uh, inside your anus, like the P-spot, your prostate. And if you are someone who is born with a vagina, it's a lot of sensation with the butt plug for you as well. You have so many nerve endings in your ass that make you feel nicer and pleasure sensation will flow out through both your ass and your pussy because it was actually narrowing the vaginal canal too so you will feel get a sensation of feeling filled um and then also having a butt plug up your ass will stimulate the internal part of the clitoris and the g-spots as well so a lot of women love wearing a butt plug during penetration or just for masturbation and self-pressure as well. Truth is, any man or woman can wear a butt plug when they self-pressure. So I highly recommend to try a butt plug. And again, they come in all shapes and forms and sizes and materials. Start small. um, Make sure you use lube. Lube is not optional in this case. Yeah. Um, Depending on what material you use, um my favorite material is glass. For me everything that goes up to earth and I highly recommend it glass or stainless steel because it's just this mental thing for me when you know it's so clean. And with the glass material you can put them in the dishwasher, you can pour boiling water on them. Yeah. Um You can really, you know, they are 100% clean and they are also good for temperature play. Like you can pop them in the freezer and make them really cold or you can heat them up with hot water. Um, But I can understand that people prefer the silicone one because they will give a little bit more and they are a little bit easier to insert and a little bit softer. Just make sure if you use a silicone butt plug. You're using a water based lube. Yes. Because silicon lube will break down silicon toys. Yeah. Toes.
1: yeah.
2: And th- that's that's a
1: huge thing to point out actually. It really is. Mm.
2: And I think yeah, like talking about sexos and everything, I'm gonna be super boring, but I'm gonna say lube. We need to normalize lube. Um You can't see Louvre in porn. And there's this, again, mental thing around Lou that if if we need Louvre, that she's not wet enough, she's not turned on enough, uh, something is wrong, she's not thinking I'm hot enough. But that's not just the truth, you know? Like, the body doesn't work on command. And as a woman, we can be really fucking horny, but depending on where we are in the cycle and what's going on in the body, in our head stress, if we are having a cold or if we are on any medication or if we are dehydrated, we might not get as wet as we normally do. So everyone should have a bit of lube next to the bed and it's not a big deal to just take a little bit of lube and make the sex more pleasurable for everyone, you know? it's I don't get the big deal around it. So no, normalise lube and bring it into the bedroom.
1: Yeah, and I think it's um, – well like I know there's, there's men that have fear – of vibrators or sex toys are going to replace them in their relationship, so they've got to get past that. And and I think mm. on a female perspective, that they can, if if he's trying to introduce lube for other than anal, like in this saying, that maybe the woman gets offended and she, maybe she might mm. be like, oh, what you know, don't think I get wet enough, whatever it is. Mm. But the reality is, from normal sex and and you know whatever normal sex is, but whatever you like as a sex, like as during yeah. sex, adding lube can actually change the dynamic and the feeling of what your vagina feels like. Or and and yeah. I know women have gone, oh, oh, that's cold, or oh, I didn't expect that, or and all of a sudden you've now got a different dynamic that they yeah. can share yeah. in, and they can go, okay, like you again. It's like anything; you've just got to open your mind. Like it's, mm. and if you're open to change or you're open to things that'll shift. But I, I agree. I, I, from a male perspective, um, I'm not in. I've, I've not intimidated to use lube. I don't think it's a bad thing, and I think it, it 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 might take the pressure in some situations where women feel pressured or, and and their their mind is there but their body's not in sync. It Just makes things mm. easier, like it, it just makes it a yeah, whole absolutely. lot easier,
2: absolutely. And as I said, like it's nothing to do with how horny you are or how aroused you are. Your body's not always gonna work as you want it to, yeah. And you can't control how wet you get, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, so, right. that's true, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: not normalized lives, something everyone should have, and it shouldn't be a big deal. And yeah, as I said, like only use. Silicone lube on glass or stainless steel when it comes to butt and you'd use water based lube if you have silicone toys, yeah. Um, and that's with all the sex toys as well. Um, other, otherwise, um, sex toys are something I would recommend when it comes to maybe Valentine's or relationship is the We Wipe. I don't know if you heard about it, it's a couple toys.
1: I did, I had one actually in my last relationship.
2: Oh, have you? I don't think I tried it myself. Did you like
1: it? You know what? For someone, that I think that I'm very open-minded sexually. I, at the start of it, I was a little bit uh, not intimidated because I guess it was. It was like, is this? Am I not enough for you? Like, is this? But it was my idea. I bought it, um, mm-hmm. and what I found was that it it just became. It's a it's a couple's vibrator. That's the reality.
2: Maybe and, we should talk about what it is. So it's um. It's um, it's shape, it's a lot shape like you the letter you. It's designed to hug the vagina so the internal side vibrates against his penis and her G-spot and the external arm teases the clitoris. So it would be more intense pressure and sensation for both during penetration, right?
1: Yeah, it does, it does. And literally um, how I guess the sensation you can compare it to is it's almost like you um, from a male perspective your penis is getting a sensation from the vibrator but it's also turning your penis into a vibrator for your partner as well as there's a whole lot of sensory um, uh, reactions going on down there and it's it's um it lifts the bar yeah it does and mm. it's and it's and it's a play toy it's not it's not yet every day let's use it it's 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 something that you introduce mm. and it just lifts it and heightens it
2: yeah exactly and now as well like it's the best thing with a we well, maybe not the best thing but a good thing is you can control it from an app on your phone yeah so this is perfect for partners in long distance relationships so you can literally control it from one side of the world to the other side of the world and you can even if you pop it in inside your pussy during dinner, your partner can control it on the opposite side of the dining table as well. So Yeah. Um it's it's a fun it's a fun toy you can use in many ways. And I think it's nice with some sex toys where you actually both of you can get involved and it's beneficial for both of you.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's a it's a there's a lot more companies now. I think the company is it Love Ends or I forget the actual name of it. But there's many companies now that are, are creating vibrators or uh, toys that can be pushed in or worn that can be mm. controlled via a mobile phone. Like the fact is that you can put the Wii Vibe in and connect it to your your phone. Like I'm so I'm a, mm. an Apple man, so I'll say iPhone. And mm. you hit iTunes, and it will vibrate to the song, whatever song you pick. Like, yeah.
2: Read that. is not beat yeah. like it vibrating with the beats with the music. Yeah,
1: like you, you know, if you're a music <laughs> fan, you can't, you can't, you can't not like that. That's just fantastic. Um,
2: yeah, and and, it, Wait, and, and you do,
1: and you do have the flexibility of taking it, um, in public, mm. and and, uh, and no one's aware of it other than you. So it's yeah, there's there's a exactly. really sexy element to that. I agree. The we yeah. vibe is. And I think it's a huge seller. I think they're up to Wevibe Mark 4 or something now, mm. allegedly. Not that I'm a sex toy expert. That's just what I heard.
2: Mm.
1: But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We're
2: saying that as well. Like I've been in contact with Love Honey, so I'm I'm waiting for the manager to contact me back from London. But I have, if you go into my Instagram, and if you go on the link in my profile you would get a link to Love Honey. And I'm not sure if it's going to be up on Sunday already, but maybe Monday or Tuesday I would have a discount code for your listeners and for my followers. So that if you use the link in my profile, you would get a discount code yep. um, before Valentine's Day. And you would also, the good thing with Love Honey is they deliver within 24 hours. So if you order today, you will get your package tomorrow.
1: Yeah, their service. I can tell you, and I've only ordered like for my friend and and she doesn't live in <laughs> Sydney, she lives um, up the coast and she uh, they got it within – and it tells you, they inform you all the way, yes, we processed your oh, order, yeah. it's been picked, it should be delivered Thursday and it was delivered Thursday. Like it was mm. – yeah, yeah.
2: It's literally arriving in 24 hours and it's very discreet. Your neighbours can't see where it is, your kids can't see what's in the package, no one, not even your partner will be able to see what's in the package. So yeah. it's – it's a very safe and easy way to order what you want in a discreet way.
1: Yeah. What just going back to butt plugs and there was something interesting because you, you you caught me off guard with that one. There's so many questions that come up about stuff like that and anal play and and, and things um I I guess what a lot of people would like to know is about preparation mm. if that's going to take place and when there are – and I know this from, from male friends of mine, their emphasis being on I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do anal, and the girl's like, well, how about we'll do the same to you? And they're, <laughs> and they're like, well, no, 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 that's not on the cards. Mm. Um, that Do you find that that's something that comes up regularly with people talking about anal?
2: Um, absolutely. Uh, I would say that but like is not – doesn't have to be the lead up to anal just because you love having a little butt plug in your ass during masturbation and doing penetration it doesn't mean that the next step is to have anal sex it's completely two different completely things um i know a lot of people who are planning to have anal sex they're using butt plugs and gradually using bigger and bigger to um, prepare the ass for anal sex the ass work like any other muscle right like you by practicing and stretching a little bit and using butt tags, it will be easier and more pleasurable to have anal sex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, preparation is everything and it's about being fully aroused and horny and relaxed and starting small and going slow. And if you think you're going slow, go even slower and even more slower.
0: Yeah. So
2: only when it feels right. and And you know when it feels right. You know when you're in the mood and... Again, if it's not the right day, if you're not in the mood, it's okay. You can say that. No, today is not the day for it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So preparation is everything.
1: Do you think that um, people need not to be scared of it?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And there is nothing to be scared of. But if it's not your thing, that's cool. You know, if it's um, that's that's fine. And if it's something you're curious about. I think, like, maybe I should do a big post on my Instagram as well about the butt-like preparation, a beginner's guide, because I feel this is, like, we can turn in this massive topic um, because there's so much to say about it. But there's nothing to be scared of. And I even recommend maybe start practicing or use it by yourself for the first time as well, if that's something you're curious about before you try with a partner.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, again, everything that we're talking about is, um, but not, forcing it onto anyone or it, it's oh, God, no. It's just about exploring and discovering mm. and if that's your thing that's your thing and if it's not then you know let your partner know and say okay that's not my thing and that's all right let's uh, move on to mm. what is you know it's, it's not a mm. it's I, I find that you you explain things really well and open that a lot of people mm-hmm. will feel far more comfortable listening to you because yeah. you give a wide perspective you're not you're not forcing anything it's very open-minded
2: yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you know, I'm talking about a lot of things. And if you are triggered, that's okay. And that's okay. And sit with that, you know? like, why am I triggered? Where does this come from? And I'm not into this and that's okay. And I think this comes from the the kink and BDSM community has this saying, your kink is not my kink, but that's okay. Yeah. And yeah. I think we need to take that into the whole um, human sexology field where, I'm not into that, but you're into that and that's cool Yeah, and allowing people to do whatever they want to do. As long as there is consenting adults and no one is harmed and everyone is having a great time. And the truth is like, maybe you're not into this today and maybe you will like it in 10 years and that's okay too. Maybe you get a little bit curious and you want to try something. That's fine. Yeah. You know? So, and the thing is with like it's such a taboo thing, and the S is such a taboo thing, and I think maybe because it's so taboo, it makes it even more... Uh, turn on for a lot of people and the truth is the this can be a remarkable source of pleasure there's so many nerve endings and i know a lot of women who express they would never have a stronger orgasm than when they get their ass played with or they have a butt plug in their ass yeah and the same comes from men like a lot of men express the strongest orgasms comes when they're getting their prostate stimulated at the same time as Penetration or a hand job or a blow job. Or so, yeah. There is nothing to be scared of as long as we do it in the right way and it feels right for you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Now, there's something that we brought up that you brought up in, in our um, emails, which is something I, it's not that I don't think about, but it's been yeah. something that is really relevant, and that is mm. aftercare.
2: Yeah. you Because when you reached out to me, you asked me. About ex- uh, tips for being an extraordinary lover or blow your partner's mind this Valentine's Day. And I think if you want to be a good lover, this is my number one tip for anyone out there. Either you are someone who out enjoying casual sex or no strings attached and have fuck bodies, or you are in a marriage 20 years back after care. How you treat your partner after sex, after penetration, doesn't matter if it's penetration off your penis or a strap-on if you are using a strap-on in the same-sex marriage or same-sex relationship or encounters or if it's a dildo because the person you are and how you leave your partner after sex that's the person he or she is going to want to have sex with or not next time and this is everything because don't just pull out the strap on the pin your penis, your cock or your dildo and leave the room, go and put on Netflix again, go to the bathroom, make a cup of tea and leave the person there. You know, they've been giving you their everything. They've been opening up the pussy, the whole body, they're giving you access to to all they have. Honor that, you know? Spend a few minutes and be with them. Not just pull out your cock. Yeah. And, you know, like when you when you are having mind-blowing sex and you're just really fucking connected and it feels like the both of you are one when you are exchanging energy and body fluids, it can be quite a separation as you pull out. So give her or him a minute or a few seconds to mentally prepare for the separation and say, hey, babe, I'm going to pull out. Are you ready? And do it slowly. And if you think you're going slow, go even slower. Yeah. And then just stay for five minutes, ten minutes, you know, be there, breathe together, be in sync. Um, and you can, you can wait. You don't have to run bathroom or throw away the condom straight, but you can wait a few minutes. And I really um, recommend place a hand on he, her or his heart. It seems a bit like weird over, And... I know like the first time I experienced it myself it's like, why is he placing a hand on my heart? But the truth is it's it's very grounding and it feels really nice and it's a nice way to complete this the circle of sex and intimacy. And I said it so many times before, you don't have to be in love with someone to pour love into the action. Yeah. You can honor someone, you can respect someone, you can appreciate someone without being in love with them. So this is something you can do, even if it's a one-night stand or casual. And as you place a hand, if it's a woman, you place a hand on the heart, place your second hand on her pussy, cup her pussy. Because truth is, a lot of women are so disconnected between their heart and their pussy. So, you know, we're like we living our, uh, our lives stuck in our head, you know? running businesses, families, climbing the ladder at career and whatnot. So giving her a minute to connect her pussy in her heart and for her to feel in her body, it's probably one of the most beautiful things you can do to a woman after sex, to so really honor her and appreciate her. And
1: yeah. this is
2: not even about you and about you too. It's about something you do for her to connect her to her body.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea.
2: Yeah. So, And also, again, like depending on – who you are with even ask them what do you need after sex well what's important for you and and as well for a woman or a man if you're someone who don't want to have sex unless you know they're going to stay the night or you're going to sleep over there express that ask for that say this is really important for me i don't want to have sex unless we, we spend the night together
0: yeah
1: yeah
2: and so it's, okay, it's communication. Thinking,
1: yeah, and, and communication, but it's thinking past the mm. orgasm. It's not just about the orgasm. It's saying. No. It's more, yeah.
2: Yeah, and yes, honour someone. Honour the body. the body is a temple and they've been opening themselves completely up for you. It takes a lot for a woman to, uh, to open her legs and, you know, connect yeah.
1: her. Yeah, and I, I've often said this. I've said this to my son, which is in his development growing up, like he's a man now, but it's like, you know, you've got to understand when you're crossing that bridge and when he was going through, you know, first having sex and stuff, I was saying to him, you've got to understand that the woman is actually letting you inside her body. Mm. It's not just a wank or, you know, it's, you know, a a, a blowjob or anything like that. Like, you're actually entering inside her body. You can't be any Mm. more connected than being inside someone. So just treat them with the respect that, you know, and they're going with it. So be pleasant, you know, be pleasant to so her.
2: Exactly. And it's about few minutes, you know, if you got her to the state where you got to, she open and she allow you and trust you to have sex with her. Give her those few minutes after sex to really honor her. I can't speak highly enough about this and, and I think as well, Liz, it's why so important to start talking about this because no one knows this. You definitely never make it to the end watching a porn. Um Watching a porn clip on online, and you don't learn about this in school, and yeah. no one really told you what to do after sex. You, you ejaculate, or you decide you are going to end the sex and you just pull out, and you everyone go and check their phones within two minutes. It's um, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I first started having sex. There was no such thing as a mobile phone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you didn't you didn't check phones. I I used and then in my twenties, I guess I was a. Uh, I'm just gonna put this track on and I'd put a music track on which was just a real chilled layback and I'd smoke mm. a cigarette in bed. Fuck. I don't smoke anymore. But I just mm. think at the time I think that was so cliche. It was like you know, it was maybe that was what a move, was done in movies, like you smoked a cigarette after sex.
2: Yeah. Together, yeah. You see all those photos, the old school photos.
1: <sighs> Fucking dumb. But I do mm. like I do like a chill music track afterwards and just lying there and, and connecting, you know.
2: Mm. And you know what? Like, if you do have to run and you have to do something really important, I can understand maybe you have to run to the bathroom or maybe you have to get a glass of water for some reason. Just tell her, tell him, you know, I really need to go to the bathroom. I'll be back in two seconds. I will be with you in two minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah.
2: go and do what you have to do. But just let her know or let him know I will be back in two seconds. I will be fully present with you for you for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I think yeah. After carries
1: everything. Well, I think I think we've covered off everything. I think we've got connection. I do like the four-play games. I think the four-play games are sensational, and and the the non-verbal communication is just so powerful. Mm. Like it really yeah. is. It, it's um, you you know they say what, what's the saying about eyes are the windows to our souls. Mm. I feel that. That, that connection of looking at someone that's looking at you, and mm. there there might be a bit of giggling or whatever at the start, but when you get but that's okay, yeah, that's when, okay, you know. When you get past that and you you connect, I think that's a that's a really powerful thing. Mm, absolutely. Um. So we've covered that. We've covered mm. the the communication being lubrication, like it really is a necessity. Mm. Um, and, mm. and connective. Um, we've, con- we've covered sex toys. We've covered lube and the importance of lube, mm. and not to be, not to have a taboo mentality about lube, and to feel more comfortable with it. Mm. Um, sex toys, new ideas, mm. um, and aftercare. Aftercare is really, really important, and, it, and it's just yeah. about. You know, the, the, I, for me it's about respect mm. for the other person. Huge, yeah. What, um, is there anything else you'd want to tell people about what they should be doing this Valentine's Day?
2: Be present. Be present with a partner or lover. Yeah. Like really be there in the moment with them. No agenda, nothing else. Just be present.
1: And, and take the time to actually plan, I and mean, I mean, this is my opinion anyway, take the, mm. take the time to plan something. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It doesn't need to be the, the, the most expensive or the greatest thing ever planned, but actually take the time Absolutely to, to do something. Mm. So.
2: Absolutely. Write them a poem. It's free. takes five minutes. Everyone can do that.
1: And that's interesting because I would never think that, but from a woman – Perspective receiving a poem from from a partner mm. is that do you find that stimulating? Like, do you find that uh, very sexual because they've done it themselves?
2: Um, I don't know if I ever got a poem from someone, yeah, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that if I have. Um, but you know what? I think there is something powerful in be giving something you can't buy for money and be giving something that is so personal,
1: yeah. What about um, – oh, there's no such thing as anonymous emails anymore, but what, <laughs> like how do you go about sending someone a, a, an anonymous letter? Like it's – those days oh, seem to feel like they're gone.
2: Yeah. No, you know, I love everything old school, everything where you actually have to put in effort. Sending an email is easy. You can do it at least when you're in the bathroom. Post someone a letter, you have to go and get a letter. You have to write it. You have to get a stamp. You have to go and pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Effort, effort is sexy. I love effort. Effort is worth more
1: than anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan for anyone that's in a relationship. You should try this week. From Monday through to Friday, into Valentine's Day, if you're in a relationship and you live with your partner particularly, mm. write a post-it note and stick it somewhere that they're going to discover it, some, somewhere in their work day. Mm. I think that's, that's a – and it might be just – and you can write anything on it. Like yep. anything from – you know, you make me smile, you make me laugh too. I can't wait to fucking be inside you. Like it, there's no Absolutely. limit. There's no limit of what you can actually write.
2: That's right. I think so. that's a perfect wrap.
1: <laughs> so that's our Valentine's Day special. It's, I think there's been amazing, amazing content in there. I think you've, um, once again, you've explained yourself fantastically.
2: Yeah. Practice make perfect,
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah. It gets better.
2: And I would say as well that I would probably post more about the topics we've, we've been talking about on my Instagram and go into a little bit more depth and clarify a few things that maybe wasn't clear, I feel. Yeah, so I will write more about this on my Instagram as well, everything we've talked about.
1: Yeah, and again, that's it, at, at Soul Intimacy, on Instagram. Um, yeah,
2: and Facebook.
1: I thank you very much for your time again. It's always a pleasure. And Thank you for uh, me. I love your honesty and openness. Always. Thank you.
2: Thank you, have a good day.
1: So that was Alexandra from Soul Intimacy. Once again, check her out on Facebook and Instagram Instagram Instagrams the one you want to go to. Soul Intimacy. I'll put the in the show notes. If you've got any questions for her, please fire them off. She'd be only too happy to talk to her. I appreciate her time. She seems to go out of her way for me and I do appreciate it. I like the way that she's a a breath of fresh air when it comes to talking about sex and sexuality and not someone that's just talking about hype. She just gives it straight. And again, I do appreciate her time because I know that she's got a busy busy schedule and she's actually got some info coming up. Hopefully she's going to share with me on the um, retreat that she's been on, which was a a non-verbal retreat for 10 days. No talking. Can you imagine that? I'd be fucked. But the bonus that you get from it is, is what it's all about. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you about that show. So that's the show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Please feel free to check me out on guerrilleradio.com.au and have the Zero Fox podcast. Please feel free to rate, review, subscribe and to tell your friends about it. Always do with sharing it with others people that are interested in podcasts, I've got another podcast coming up, which I've been messed about with, and called Podcast Blast, I'll have some more information, plus I've got another interview coming up with a really interesting lady to talk about a serious part of her life, all to come up with in the next seven days, so get ready for it. And with that, I'm going to round out today's show, this. Yes. Thanks for listening to a Guerrilla Radio podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. Remember, you can find all Guerrilla Radio podcasts on all good podcast catches and maybe some bad ones. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Guerrilla Radio Australia and Twitter on Guerrilla underscore KMAC. Don't forget the website, radio.com.au for all other information. And thank you for taking the time to listen.